Welcome to Coding the Future with Dr. Sharon Jones. This is an education-based show focusing on tech careers and how to incorporate the important aspects of technology in your current work. Each show brings you closer to tech success. Now, here's your host, Dr. Sharon Jones. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Coding the Future, an education-based show to give information and action tips to working adults to guide them to a new level of tech savvy through leveraging their own skill set. We share the inside scoop on tech trends, explain how to leverage current technology in your career, and explore how your talents can be the key to your tech success or career success. I'm your host, Dr. Sharon Jones. I'm an educator, a technologist, entrepreneur, mom of two boys, lover of all things coffee and wine, an avid list maker, and a lifelong learner. I'm honored to be here with you today, and I'm so glad you've joined us for another episode of Coding the Future. Today is going to be a real treat. I am so excited to be talking to our guest, Sarah Simmons. Now, As we start talking, you're going to listen to Sarah's story, and it is quite simply amazing. She is a self-made entrepreneur success story and has done just about everything you can imagine to create her own success by using technology, by using her skill set, and by using what she knows to build a business that is relevant for those that she serves. Sarah, I am honored to have you with us, and I can't wait to dive into our conversation. Let me give our listeners just a little bit of feedback or a little bit of a bio about who you are, and then we're just going to dive in because, y'all, Sarah is awesome, and I have uh, maybe stalked her a little bit after I found out she was going to be on my show because I thought, oh my goodness, this woman is amazing. So, Sarah Simmons has pivoted pivoted after a 10-year career as a top fashion buyer running a $100 million business to make a difference and turn passion into purpose. We talk a lot about that on this show. When you're thinking about driving your career and thinking about driving your love around using technology, using technology to help move your career forward. You've got to have passion. You need to know what it is that you love to do. She built her first award-winning, fully sustainable designer clothing line in 2017, and then 2015 launched her first direct-to-consumer platform to sell the world's top conscious brands to clients achieving a hundred to clients achieving 100% year-on-year growth. That's incredible. This year, Sarah has launched her impact-driven coaching business, a 12-week signature transformation program to women who want to make an impact across the globe. And I personally have signed up for her masterclass and cannot wait to dive into more detail with her. Sarah, welcome to the show. I'm so honored to have you here. Thank you. So Sarah, tell us a little bit about you. What is something, so I gave a little bit of a bio about where, you know, about yourself, but can you tell us where are you right now? Where in the world am I? I'm in yes, London. where in the world are you right now? <laughs> I am in London in a place called Abbey Road, which is where, you know, that Beatles front cover, the Beatles album cover where yeah. they're crossing the zebra crossing. That's just by my house. Oh my gosh, how awesome. So are you from London? Is that where you were born and raised or... I'm what from is your background? another part of the UK called Yorkshire. So I grew up in the countryside 
And then straight from university, I was on a mission and I moved straight to London to pursue my career. So I went to the bright lights in the big city. Do you think that growing up in the country or the countryside had an impact on so when you I always feel like our our childhood has some type of impact, what was something from your childhood that helped drive you to go to the big city lights? And do you ever reflect back on your childhood as a part of the roots of what drives you? I'm 100% with you. When I speak to all our coaching members, I encourage them to go back to their childhood and to look at well, what, their, what your purpose comes from always your childhood. So I'm 100% with you. And yes, for me, um, my childhood was very pivotal to everything that I've done. So my father was a textile entrepreneur in Yorkshire. And um, he was a self-made entrepreneur, made his own businesses from a young age. And he was a supporter of the British fashion, not fashion industry, the British textile industry. And he was actually a pioneer also of sustainable manufacturing methods through his uh, factory. And I saw the positive good that how we make things can do the world. So that always pursued me to be wanting to make a positive impact through what I do. Um, and that stemmed me to actually launch my career in the fashion industry, um, which is where I began my road to impact. So yeah, 100%, like growing up in Yorkshire was and seeing my dad as an entrepreneur was very inspiring. And my mum as well, she was a fashion stylist. And um seeing how, again, positively what we wear can transform how we feel uh, was a massive influence too. I cannot agree more, especially during what's happened over the past 10 months and sort of the slump that I feel like some of us have been in. In particular, me, I was even thinking about today, hmm, what am I wearing? I do have joggers on today, which was a step up from the pajama pants. But I completely agree with you in terms of thinking about how you, what you wear gives you confidence. It gives you a sense of purpose and it is definitely expression of who you are. Yeah. That you, you know, we, I take people on a process to really look at what you wear because the thing is just a, a side note and something for all your audience, like go to your wardrobe, try everything on, stand in front of the mirror and only keep what makes you feel awesome. I don't mm. matter what it is. You can feel awesome in tracksuit bottoms. If they're a good fit and a good shape, that's the most important thing. A lot of people don't know that. And we go around wearing tight-fitting clothes, clothes that don't suit us, wrong color clothes. You want to give yourself an added bonus to start your day with a pizzazz and a ping. Wear clothes that make you feel awesome. I really like that. And I really like what you said in terms of standing in front of the mirror and does this make you feel great? Do you feel really confident in what you're wearing. And I agree because I do have some really great uh, exercise pants or joggers that actually feel really good and they're comfortable. I feel like I can move. And in my line of work, I, in education, I'm always moving and up and down and in a seat, out of a seat. And having something that's really flexible for me is really important. So 
I, I like that. And the other piece to this is I have definitely done some COVID shopping and I have purchased some items that I probably shouldn't have, but you know what I'm going to be able to, but I think going through the closet and taking out some of the things that I, you know, that maybe don't make me feel the way they should or to. yeah, that's a, it's a, that Do would it. be a really good feeling of purging and taking out right. and starting anew. It really, it really, you know, we have so many things to struggle with during the day. We have different times of the month, different, um, different things going on, what friends say, things that happen in the news. So those are things you can't control. What you can control is what you wear. And so you're just giving yourself that real kickstart in a positive and affirmative way. That is something you're always going to feel great. Like now, unless I know that I feel 100% on point in what I'm wearing, I don't wear the outfit. And it really has been a game changer for me. And imagine, you know, I've been in this industry for a long time but it's mm-hmm. only recently that I've applied this to myself so it's my biggest gift to everybody this January do it, it makes such a difference I love that so tell me a little bit about your background in the fashion industry you you started as a buyer yeah so I after growing up and I seeing the as I said the positive sides of fashion um I and business I was like okay I had a skill um Sharon and it's I have a skill and it's being able to unlock what's unique in everybody I meet and I first understood this skill when I was growing up I'd be able to unlock the most unique best-selling design at my dad's textile factory for the next season I'd be able to unlock the most best-selling outfit for my mum's clients and then I was like okay I've got this skill it's it's an eye I just thought it was about fashion at that point and what I've gone on to see it's actually applies to everybody everything every business the ability to unlock what's unique about them and build that into a unique positioning in the world so when I was at university I studied retail marketing and I knew that I wanted to be a fashion buyer that was it because I knew I could pick out the winning outfits fabulous where they featured a store called Harvey Nichols and that was the best department store in the world and I said I'm going to go and work for them and so I did I worked for them for seven years it was an incredible experience and I was able to test out my skill in really I call my skill it starts with unlocking what's unique about you and then it really develops into looking at who you are as a hero product so I was selecting hero products for Harvey Nichols for all this time, hero brands. And I built my reputation as being able to really have this skill to find the most unique, best-selling hero products out there before anybody else. And I loved what I did and I was top in the world at what I did. And then after seven years, I started to see the onset of fast luxury. And I, I saw the, the, the quality kind of shift and not be as good. And I saw faster and faster seasons. And I said, this isn't, this isn't right. It's not sustainable and it's not really conscious. So, yeah, that's, that's a little bit about how I started. Well, I'm, I'm really 
I'm going to hone in on this piece about your unique skill because as an entrepreneur, and I have, uh, let me back up just a little bit. I have been an educator for that's really at the core. If you ask me who I am, I'm a teacher. And when I say that, that's where I start. And then I pop into saying, now with that education background, I have shifted into being an entrepreneur. But what is really, really hitting me is your point of saying, being able to find that unique hero piece, that unique resilience, that brilliance that is coming from an individual. And you started by seeing that in fashion. And then, of course, it's this is the part that I think is what I want my listeners to hear, is that you saw that in a material or physical piece, like you could pick out immediately what you knew was going to be different. But then you used a transferable skill and also did that enables to start seeing that within people in other areas. I have this, um, I was looking up when you were talking, I have this post-it note that says unique brilliance on it. And because I wrote that down, uh, I don't know, maybe two years ago when I really jumped into the entrepreneur space, because it took me a while to really step back and say, this is my unique skill. This is my purpose. So when you said you can pick out that unique um, purpose within an individual, that hero product, I think to myself, well, where my unique brilliance is, I can see the connection between anything technology and computer science in an everyday action. So if you ask me, you know, connect a particular standard within a K-12 curriculum, I can find that connection between English and computer science like that. And that's my brilliance. So, and, but that took me a long time to be able to find those words. And so that's what I'm really excited to hear you say, because that's what you're saying is that I know what my, what, what my unique brilliance is, and this is how I can help you. And I think as women and women in whatever field we choose, we tend to not do that. Would you agree? I agree 100%. Yes. Women tend to think next year I'll be brilliant. Uh, When I've done this, I'll be brilliant. When I've achieved that, I'll be brilliant. And I encourage every every woman uh, to start acknowledging that she's brilliant right now and acknowledging everything that she's already done because your unique positioning in the world stems from what you already do. It's a thing that you already are. It's within you. You have it within you. And my process really begins by helping people to unlock themselves, by really digging deep and uncovering all the layers that you already are, because at the root of you and in your heart is your skill your unique skill in the world and your unique purpose in the world um, and your unique brilliance. But to get to that point, as you said, it's really a difficult thing to do because not only is it that women don't acknowledge how brilliant they already already are and are, there's so much choice out there right now that the biggest issue I see facing everybody who comes to my masterclass and through my program is lack of clarity Mm. and lack of being able to 
make a decision to focus on that one singular unique part of themselves. And that is where when you do that, when you are, when you go through a process to focus on that unique, singular, unique part of yourself and find your true purpose, that's when you make supercharged impact. Because you cannot make supercharged impact if you're focusing on 10 things, if you're thinking next year I'm going to be brilliant, which isn't true. You are brilliant today. I'm letting that sink in. There was a lot of really great pieces that you just mentioned. Number one, clarity. Finding that clarity of what it is that you are really good at. I mention this a lot when I'm thinking about um, when I put a technical lens on it. Technology can often feel like a mountain that you can't overcome because it seems overwhelming and it's happened so fast. And I encourage people to think about what is it that you are really good at and start there. And that's how that's how you know you can begin to find your journey. Just like you were saying, what is the clarity? What is it that you are really, really passionate about and start there? A hundred percent. That's where the money is in every sense of the word. Not just the money, like uh, it's the money, but it's also the joy, the happiness, the fulfillment. Because when people are not happy is when they're not aligned to their true purpose. The minute you actually start living your true purpose and really honing in on your real unique brilliance, then you become really happy. I mean, Sharon, has that been your own particular experience? Yes. You know, it took me a little while and, and I know I keep saying this, but I, if I look back and I think about, I, I, I've mentioned this story before, but there was a moment um, I was about, I was pregnant actually. And with my first son, and I remember so distinctly, I had applied for a job. I just finished my doctorate and uh, well, I guess I was, I, I just had my son. So um I just finished my doctorate. I applied for a position and I didn't get it. And I was really devastated. And I thought, oh, golly, like this is what I've worked all these years for to earn my doctorate and, you know, be able to go and teach in college. And it just wasn't happening. And I can recall walking up the steps one day and I thought, you know what? There's a reason why all this hasn't happened. And there's a reason why I'm still standing in this school right now. And I just decided at that moment, okay, I'm going to start doing what I love to do most. And that is teaching to the students, not worrying about the curriculum, not worrying about the outline. Those were there to help guide me, but really, truly taking my teaching because I was teaching data analytics, which to me is very interesting, but to a ninth, 10th and 11th grader and 12th graders, they're like, what? So I had to, I just, my mind completely flipped and I was like, all right, I'm going to start putting into place the things that I love, fashion, food, music, sports, and we're going to start doing that. And when I stepped into that, my entire career changed because I walked into what I knew I could do and really serve the children. Incredible. 
And that that was a big that was a big step for me. And that was really the step, the first step in walking into. I always thought that I would be in the classroom for the rest of my career, and I still am in some per, in, in some sense of how I do my work now in working with 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 schools. But my there was a bigger purpose for what I was to be driven to do. Talk to people like you. (laughs) Yes. So tell me a little bit about you have, you started your, after you left your, um, your job. And I've just forgot the name of the department store. um, Harvey Nichols. Harvey Nichols. I was going to say Harvey Weinstein, but that was not even right. But Harvey Nichols. (laughs) And then you started your own line. Yes. Then I started my own line. So I created a whole new way of creating fashion, a new sustainable brand. I recreated, I broke down a pair of jeans and created something in a completely innovative way for the new era. And I succeeded phenomenally well in this brand. So we made a pair of jeans by hand and we got the collection stocked in the best stores in the world. We had celebrities wearing the collection. I won Grazia Magazine's award for Fashion Entrepreneur of the Year. And then I learned a very big and valuable lesson that, you know, success happens when long-term success happens when you as well as having a hero product, as well as unlocking what's unique about you, you need a plan and a backup plan. That's how you create sustainable success. Because what happened to me was the financial crash happened in 2008. And overnight, all the stores pulled out of stocking sustainable and niche brands. And it was a very similar, but very different place to today talking about technology there was no real way uh, back then for businesses and founders to promote themselves using technology which unless Mm -hmm. you were extremely digitally savvy not for the everyday absolutely and I took a decision at that point that I would learn all things digital so that I would always be responsible to be able to have a backup plan and choices out there to be able to what I call, I uh, teach my clients to say, you can build a digital power network, which enables you to create connections digitally using technology, where you can then have constant income coming to you, constant new connections, constant new sales channels, and you're not reliant on third parties. So that was what happened to me. And, you know, everything happens for a reason, as you said. And I really am very um, spiritual and everything happens for a reason. And when one door closes, another door opens and everything that's happened to me you know I wouldn't be able to teach people how to supercharge their impact and I wouldn't be able to give people a 360 degree roadmap of what not to do what things to look out for what things to make sure that they do which is a lot you know my program is a lot about finding your uniqueness it's about building yourself as a hero product it's about understanding your real story of who you are so you can communicate it who you are as a thought leader but it's also about these other skills 
analyzing yourself, planning, 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 and learning these skills. And if the things hadn't happened to me, I wouldn't be able to share all of that with people so that I'm saving people the, all the, the years of struggling um, through going through this program because I've been there, done that, and got the T-shirt. <laughs> oh, I love that. That's uh, that. That's my favorite line. <laughs> because that's actually true. And you know what? I was thinking when you said that in 2008, that's, that's really like the, um, the pivotal turn for me in terms of technology. I, I can remember standing in my classroom in 2008 and telling the students we're going to do, I was doing a little expose on the iPad. And they all sort of stuck their nose up. And they were like, uh uh, I'm not gonna use the iPad, I've got my slider phone, you know, and they just slid that, you know. And so you're exactly right about having that backup to the backup because in 2008 we didn't have the technology we have now. I, th- I think about that often, even as we have navigated through the world of COVID over the past couple of months, about how we've been able to continue on because we have technological tools that we didn't have 10 years ago, 12 years ago, you know. Um, and I and I'm really excited about you saying that you dove into all things digital. And I want to talk a little bit more about that. We've got to take a quick break um, and then we're going to come back with Sarah. And I'd like to dive in a bit about that digital piece that you mentioned. And then I want to talk more about the programs that you're offering and how our listeners can work with you to help find their own hero product, because that is huge. And so we'll be right back. Um, Stay with us. And if you want to learn more about Sarah, we're going to tell you more about how to connect with her um, after the break. Thanks so much. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. From face-to-face training to blended training techniques, the DOT Consulting delivers distinct advantage for organizations looking to grow. We help you invest in technology knowledge through training, experimental learning, and community connections. Employees create an overall collective sharpness, savviness, and greater productivity using technology as a tool, thus increasing the technological speed and quality of the expertise in your organization. The DOT Consulting, a new level of tech savvy, Visit the dot consulting.co. The world needs more women with tech skills. At the Dottie Rose Foundation, we encourage, support, and educate girls who have an interest in technology and want to learn how it can be used to enhance their learning and future careers. Our camps demonstrate that most future career paths will benefit from developing a wide range of increasingly important technology and software skills. We accomplish this through mastering computational thinking, boosting self-confidence, and creating new possibilities for each girl. Visit DottieRoseFoundation.org. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You are listening to Coding the Future with Dr. Sharon Jones. We invite you to connect with the show today by calling in to 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to Sharon at the.consulting.co. Now, back to Coding the Future. 
Welcome back to Coding the Future. And we are having an amazing conversation with Sarah Simmons. And I have really enjoyed this so far, Sarah, because so much of what you said has made such sense for lack of a better, lack of a better word. You know, when we're thinking about finding our purpose, finding what we're doing, and especially as many of us have struggled over the past few months to really find that unique purpose and that brilliance and and what it is that we really want to do with our lives. This is so resounding and really brings a lot of, for the word that you mentioned, clarity to think about how do we move forward. You were mentioning, though, as before we uh, left for the break, that in 2008, you had launched, well, right before then, you had launched your product line. You'd had great success. 2008 hit. We had a financial crisis. And you were thinking, okay, now what? And so you dug into the digital platform. Tell me a little bit about what you did with that and how that was new, what lessons you learned, and then how that's driven you into your current role in offering your coaching programs. Yeah, sure. So I'm not technical at all. Um, I just, so I kind of dove into understanding this new technology. And that for me was Instagram as a social media platform and how we could leverage Instagram um, to build networks, build sales, build community, um, build our presence. And so because I guess I wasn't technical, I approached, and I'm very relationship orientated, I approached building my Instagram with my team in a very sort of personalized way. And then this really paid off because I saw that, you know, people get bamboozled by the word technology and they think that tech or digital is kind of something different to what they do in a face-to-face basis. And my approach was taking exactly how I operate in a face-to-face basis and just transposing that to the digital arena. And because I did that and was with my teams, I encouraged them to be super personal in our outreach to people. What we ended up successfully doing, and it's, it's something that makes me very excited to to, to today, our achievement, I had a vision to create um, a platform, a shopping platform on Instagram, selling the world's top conscious luxury designer clothing brands and selling them to the world's top conscious clients, not, sorry, the world's top consumers. And this was a massive feat because I was like, how on earth are we going to do that? Mm-hmm. And we managed through taking this digital approach, a personalized approach to build relationships literally with clients that the world's top brands like Gucci and Dior and you name it, Chanel, they fight over these clients. We found the clients on Instagram and we built relationships with those clients on Instagram and we had some, we had got those clients and 
I was a startup, self-funded, no backing, did it all ourselves, myself and an amazing small uh, young team. So this just showed me the power of digital network building and how when you use technology, you, you approach it in the same way that you would as you were just building a relationship face-to-face and you don't let the fact that it's technology bamboozle you you just use it to um to literally enable you enable you to not be stuck like that's exactly what you just said right now like the fact that we've got these technologies of zoom the fact that we've got instagram the fact that we've got linkedin has enabled us to keep going during this covid crisis not just keep going to anyone listening right now you can pivot what you are doing in such new amazing incredible ways you can change what you're doing you can create whole new businesses just by using the technology in front of you you know this is what so that's what I did and what I teach others to do. And how that um, went on to develop into my impact coaching program was that I built that platform for three years and I was selling the top conscious brands to the world's top consumers. They were coming and buying more and more and the business, I grew it 100% each year. And then suddenly everyone was saying, how, how do you transform yourself, Sarah. How did you make this supercharged impact? Whether they were a brand, Sharon, or a founder, they were all coming to me with the same problems, that they were getting stuck, that they were lacking clarity, that they didn't know how to make this long-term sustainable success. And I share with everybody in my masterclass, my, my journey and show people, you know, if you don't have all the different parts of a jigsaw puzzle, you get some way, you get some success, but then you falter. So my coaching program was born, it's called Your Real Power Is You, to give people all of the tools so that they're not gonna falter, so that they have everything there because my purpose is using my skill to give it to everybody so that they can transform our world for the positive impact of everybody's future. Wow. Really, really inspirational. And what I am really excited to to dive into a bit is you mentioned that you built this platform on Instagram. You did it through relationships. You said, don't be bamboozled by the technology. I could I'm I was jumping up and down and snapping my fingers as Sarah was talking because that the the process that you went through to go and move onto the digital platforms because and here's the thing you had to the crisis of 2008 made you realize that you could not continue doing what you were doing because then you were not going to have success so immediately you had to figure out another way and I really like that journey of having to try and build. And the other thing you mentioned that I want people to listen to is that it didn't necessarily happen overnight. It took you three years to build the platform. I know there are lots of iterations and trials and tribulations that went through the process to do that. And you stayed with it because you knew that this was the purpose of what you wanted to do was to be able to sell this brand. And then, you know, ultimately it sent you into a, to a you know, a, a different area of serving. I want to talk about that experience 
and that ability to overcome some fears you had in terms of hopping onto a digital platform. What do you say to somebody who says, I don't need a coach. I don't need guidance. Um, I, if someone, I say, okay, then, because you can't force somebody to see that they need a coach. Um, I'll just say that my life changed the, when, you know, when I started to surround myself with the right experts. In I completely agree. Terms. And my life before was struggle and, um, you know, getting some success or listening to people around me that weren't necessarily experts and they or trusting people that weren't necessarily that thought that you know like trusting people rather than empowering myself so I would say again that's the thing that a lot of people do for example you know accountants like trust your accountant do you know how many of my clients would be 10 times more profitable if they only knew how to analyze their business more deeply, which is what part of what I show people. So this is the thing. As someone who says they don't need a coach, um, you know, I just encourage you to like, to invest in yourself. Um, as entrepreneurs, often entrepreneur wants to take a shortcut or save money and do it themselves or learn it themselves. You know, what we talked about unlocking your brilliance and you said that takes a lot of time. Imagine I have a process, it gives clients the ability to unlock their brilliance in three weeks. That actually even me who knows how to do the process, it takes months when I'm doing it for myself, because it's a really difficult thing to do to look at yourself from a 360 point of view. We all need people outside of ourselves to help us. And then you need an expert to really, really help you. And I've worked with coaches who, to be quite frank, were rubbish as well. And, you know, they've gone and told me what I wanted to hear. That's not what I do. I give you the tools to, I don't tell anyone what they want to hear. I tell them what they need to hear. I push people so that they actually get the supercharged results that they want to get because my job is your success. You know, I'm here that you transform your impact. So I just can't like say it highly enough how my life changed when I started to get the right expert help around me. And then how I see the life of everybody who goes through my program change in the most fundamental, huge ways. Like one client, Emily, she, she came on this program. She was totally lacking in clarity. She'd spent 12 months developing an app, investing in this app, and it was doing really well. It was growing well, but it wasn't actually her purpose. Then she had uh, an incredible, really successful blog, and she was an advocate of um, sustainability. But there was all of these were disconnected and she wasn't happy. She was suffering burnout because she didn't know what her right direction was. 
Through in less than 12 weeks, we uncovered her true purpose, which is to protect the world's waters. And we uncovered her unique skill, which is showing farmers new tools in regenerative farming. And in less than 12 weeks, she has launched a new digital regenerative farming consultancy where she's giving farmers across the world these new tools to supercharge their farming capabilities and she's got a plan of how she's going to make her dream amount of money this year so and she's moved to costa rica so like that's what this program delivers and that's you know the program works for people whether they're at any stage, whether they are just starting, whether they're pivoting, whether they've got a multi-million or billion pound business, it takes everybody back to the roots of what they're doing to really unlock their unique purpose and align everything they're doing to that. That's just the beginning of the journey, but it's a very intensive, like 12 week process that's half about the frameworks and half about implementation. Well, First of all, that's incredible about Emily. I mean, that's something that, again, she found her clarity. And I'm going to go back to that because that's something I feel like we keep coming back to is clarity, our unique brilliance, understanding who we are. And once you have that clarity, it completely changes everything. And, you know, that's because as humans, we like structure. We yeah. like things to have a purpose and a reason. And in particular, as females, we really are purpose-driven. We're purpose-driven just in the beings of who we are. So being able to lay out a structure and have a plan in place is extremely effective. And then once you walk in your walk, it's like things begin to fall into place. But you're exactly right, because I know many people, including myself, that have tried, you know, our hands in lots of different bubbles flying in the air because we can do a lot of things. I had a mentor tell me one time, just because you can do it doesn't mean you should. It's like, you know, even getting someone to come help it with some in-house things. I've always, I I am not a great cleaner. And I finally have gotten some help of someone coming in to help clean my house. That one little piece of victory that opened up another spot in my brain to be able to continue to do the work that I really love, which is silly, but it was huge for me. Yeah, it's, it's so true. And the clarity brings confidence. Like if I see everybody who walk, goes through your Real Power As You coaching program, they begin and they're like, they're, they're struggling. And when I see their transformation in confidence in just a few weeks, literally another client, Ellie, who's part of the current cohort right now, she has a greetings cards business. And, you know, she was so struggling in her first few weeks on the program. And until one day I I took everybody through the analytics um, program, the analytics foundation. So that's foundation three, where I encourage everyone to analyze themselves and their business, what's made them money. And suddenly Ellie realized how much money that her business had made and her hero products had made. She didn't like her hero product because she was bored of it because she was a creative and she wanted to keep creating new hero products. Whereas I encourage everyone to keep focused on the thing that people really connect with you about. And when Ellie realized how much money her hero product was making and how if she just, through the process of analysis, and if she just um, 
actually worked out a plan, which I showed her how to do. Now she's got this complete 2021 vision of exactly what she needs to do to double her business this year and her confidence. She's the number one confident in the whole cohort group because she was stuck because she had just buried her head in the sand and hadn't gone through that process. And we, you know, I was listening to another podcast the other day and it was, you know, thinking about walking through when you're thinking about, a product or, or a business or, or an area that you're really good at. Sometimes we just go through the motions and we don't stop to look back at the analytics. And analytics is really what drives everything. And I've said this a million times when I'm talking to students about computer science. Everything is driven by data. It's, and, and data can be numbers or it can be words. It's quantitative or qualitative, meaning qualitative mean numbers or qua, uh, quantitative quantitative meaning numbers or qualitative meaning words, verbiage, that kind of piece. So when you stop and you really think about what are the patterns that are appearing, that's when you can begin to dig through the information and really make decisions. And that's what businesses do on a regular basis. You know, if you think about some of the top businesses in the world, let's take, let's take Coke, for instance, right? What is their top selling product? It still is Coke. I mean, Coca-Cola, even with the varieties of diet and orange soda and all those other things, their hero product is Coke. So they're going to continue to push that. I don't know if you, you notice that you can notice in some of the commercials, they still, they will push the Coke product because that is their hero product. You know, so, but that sense of actually taking those analytics, what I think sometimes people feel is abstract, that's something another big, a big organization would do or, and not applying it to themselves. That's when you can really see that, that pivot and that change. You know, I mean, I can, like, I, it's, like when, it's like when my brain went, I was like, oh, I can do this for myself. It's not just for Hewlett Packard or Coke or whatever. So what I want to do is, I'd like for you to share just a little bit about where um, people can connect with you and how they can work with you. And um, I'd like for you to share a piece of advice you have for our audience. What is an action item that they can do right now to start helping to find that unique brilliance? So it's... I um, would like to invite all of your listeners to come to my special free masterclass where you can register at sarasimmons.com. And this masterclass helps you on the beginning of your journey to unlock your unique superpower. So I go through 60 minutes to share with you everything that's holding you back and give you the tips and strategies of how to start that journey of unlocking your unique superpower. So come to sarahsimmons.com and register. Each masterclass is limited and it's live with me. So I get to meet you in person and share insights directly with you. And there I share with you the 12 foundations of the Impact Coaching Program, which is launching this January 28th with limited places and also February, the end of February 28th with limited places. So your listeners, please come. come. And this is really the journey to your supercharged impact. So the coaching program is 12 weeks, 
12 foundations. And it's very, it's basically like a management consultancy system that's usually you would never get access to as an individual. And it's very intensive. Um, and it's a mixture of teaching you all these frameworks. But as I said, giving you a roadmap so that you've got an absolute plan for your supercharged impact this 2021. And I help push you to fulfill your absolute biggest dreams and biggest goals because your real power is you and you really can achieve everything you want. It's all within you. You just need the right conduit and the right help and support to get you where you want to go. I think that my biggest thing, um, tip for really uh, giving people great tools right now is number one, to recognize that you need help and support because everybody does. We can't do it all ourselves. And, you know, we're part of a collaboration. We're part of a global collective. Allow yourself to receive more. That's my a really big tip for women especially. Allow yourself that you need support and give yourself space and time each day to really give yourself love and tell yourself you're really, really awesome because that's the beginning of transformation is recognizing how incredible you already are and setting yourself half an hour each morning, no matter how many kids you've got, wake up earlier. Give yourself half an hour self-love time where you dedicate it to yourself by writing a gratitude journal. I call my gratitude journal the self-love gratitude and progress journal. Write how, how amazing you are. Write what you did yesterday that was fantastic. Even if it's small, it's significant. And the last piece of advice I would say is start to read more. Set yourself a challenge to read one book a month because reading really changed everything for me. Like my coaching program is a mixture of my expertise, but also top experts I've learned from. And you can start guiding yourself with that now. So I hope that's helpful, Sharon. It's amazing. And I love that you said reading because sometimes that's another thing that we forget to do. We'll be on our phone scrolling, but we forget to read. Sarah, this is amazing. I will put in our notes to go to sarahsimmons.com to sign up for that free masterclass and to think about being a part of her 12-week program. But to start, an action item is to go to her website, register for that masterclass, write down a gratitude that you have today, something that you are really thankful for and say, I am awesome because we are. We all came to this earth with a purpose and we are incredible. If you've enjoyed what you've heard today, I would love for you to go and subscribe to our show. You can go and follow us on the Voice America Network, download us on any podcast app, and follow us at Coding the Future. And if you've really enjoyed it on those podcast apps, will you write a review? Because it helps us to reach more individuals and share our love and knowledge of tech, of finding your own unique brilliance, and using that to drive your next move as uh, in your career, your personal life and any other area that you want to grow. Thank you so much, Sarah. Thank you everyone for joining us for this hour on Coding the Future. And I look forward to seeing you on the next episode. Thank you so much for listening to Coding the Future. 
Please join your host, Dr. Sharon Jones, for another edition next Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time. That's 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel. We'll talk then. 